Glennis bu- bugging How me. How can right you now. endorse it without opening it? Well, I mean, I just, this bottle I haven't opened. I've opened other bottles of Fox and Oak. You haven't opened that one, so it must not be very good. I'm not endorsing this specific bottle. Well, I'm saying Fox and Oden generally is something you're going to love. It's, I know it's craft if American I, whiskey. I know if I drank that whiskey, what is it, Fox and Oden? Fox and I Oden. would have opened the bottle already and just done a test to make sure it's okay. I will say, every minute I talk to you, I think more and more about opening that bottle uh, for so many different <laughs> reasons. It's so true. It's the holiday season, and it's a great time for Fox and Odin. Uh, you know, you've probably had a, a year that may have had a bit of stress in it. Don't. No, I'm just looking at the bottle. Okay. It's a beautiful bottle. It is a beautiful bottle. What a great and gift that would be what in, for someone you love. Inside, that's one serving. No. Does it say how many servings does it say? Is it? One. It's not that's one serving. one serving. It's a couple more than one, uh, but you'll love every serving of Fox and Odin Craft American Whiskey. Uh, I keep saying. If you just buy it online, you can ship it to your door, mm-hmm. someone you uh, love, their door, or even Glenn's door. Uh, if you, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that one, but foxandodin.com, it's great. You're going to love it. Blaze is the promo code. You get 30% off plus yeah. free shipping on all orders. Please drink responsibly. And I open this uh, to celebrate Joe Biden's re-election if he wins. <laughs> if he <That's> wins. What, <laughs> if he wins, <laughs> we open that. <laughs> Radio show starts here in just a second. Welcome to the uh, program. Well, it doesn't seem like anybody can agree on who won, who lost last night. So I want to open up the phones to you. Who won, who lost? Did you watch the debate? Kind of hard to find on Superstation WGN. Um, but if you did see it, you most likely saw, saw it on the blaze last night as we went through it all. We're going to go through it again. But if you watch the debate, who won, who lost? Was anybody's mind changed? 888-727-BECK. We're not talking about Donald Trump. We're talking just about the four on stage. So we're basically playing who's number two. Did anything change last night? 888-727-BECK. We go there in just uh, 60 seconds. These days, it seems like so much of the business world has bowed down to the leftist mission to spread wokeism. It's actually hard to find a company to do business with that's not part of this new wokeism. Hey, let's destroy capitalism. Well, there is one company, Patriot Mobile, and their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. They put their cause ahead of profits. And that's one reason they're so proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile has extended their Black Friday deal to become every Friday Matters deal. You can get a free smartphone when you switch today. They're offering nationwide dependable coverage goes on every day. They act, You'll have access to all three major networks, so you're going to get exactly the same coverage without sending any of the money to the leftist causes. Keep your number, keep your existing phone, or for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. Free smartphone with a promo code FRIDAY76. It's a limited time offer. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or PatriotMobile.com. 
at 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash back 972-PATRIOT. Well, let's say hello to our uh, executive producer, uh, Mr. Stuber Gear. Thanks. Hello, uh, hello, Glenn. Great debate oh, last good. night. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was, too. I, I thought, thought it was, it was really one. good. Uh, me, too. Me, too. I, I think the real winner last night, out of all of them, was Megyn Kelly. She was great. She was she really, was really good. Um, she's on a plane today. We're hoping to catch her in between. Um, but uh, she was the winner. This was the best debate. She held everybody's feet to the fire. She asked tough questions. She was fair. Um, she told people, shut up. Nobody can hear you when right. they were talking uh, over <laughs> each other. And it ended it. Yeah. I mean, I thought she was really, really good. Yeah, really, really good. She, she, you know, her questions, and this goes back to her previous debate performances as well. They're, they're, they're very well laid out. You might not like the question, and right. I think that's kind of the point with her. She's trying to ask a question that's going to put you in a difficult position to see what you can do with it, and that's the right. whole point of these debates. But she was, but she wasn't but asking unfair. them for a for liberal reasons, right? She was she was framing all of her questions the way a conservative would want it framed. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that we want answered that the liberals don't even understand yeah i mean if you think about how the left handles these debates they ask the questions that they care about which makes sense right Right. but they ask hey what about january 6 or whatever instead you got questions last night i think that were that were substance related they were actually issue related they were policy related they were important questions that all the candidates needed to answer correct and i thought she she did a great job and you know the whole debate overall i thought was really good i mean Maybe it's a low hurdle to clear to, to say it's the best one of right. the four. Right. Uh, but I thought, look, if you take it out of the context of the actual election, which is difficult here to do, I understand it. You have a candidate who's 20 or 30 points ahead, depending on which state you're looking at. And nobody's he's not close. There. Yeah. So, I mean, it, there, there's a big asterisk to all of but this. But you know what? I wouldn't do it either. If I were Donald Trump, I was this far ahead. I wouldn't do it either. I, th- I think that's. I don't I, I, strategically I agree with you. Yes. Like if I'm if I'm that's all there is when you are trying to win, win. Mm-hmm. you use strategy and this is the best strategy. Honestly, if I were Donald Trump, I would consider running the campaign that Joe Biden did yeah. with an exception of the, you know, one chair and then a big circle around around it and then like 12 feet later another circle with a chair in the oh, middle. Gosh, remember that? Yeah, it was horrible. What a weird but time. I would just stay quiet cuz everybody is hanging themselves and Joe Biden's economy and his, you know, the way he speaks and just hope that he would be shamed into a debate because we do need a debate between the two of them. Do you think that that's really an option for Donald Trump? Because I think he's doing that now at some level with the assistance of the media. The media seems to not really want to be focusing on Donald Trump right now for whatever reason. Um, you know, you talked about this, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. A former president of the United States was testifying on stand in a trial. And I did we see any coverage of it at all? I didn't. Other than a quick maybe mention or headline? Yeah, Normally they'd be wall to wall saying how bad this guy is or whatever they want to say. Right now it seems like they have made the decision, along with a bunch of Democrats, that the person they want to face in this election is Donald Trump. That may very well be a terrible decision for them. As we saw in 2016, they made the same call and it didn't work at all. But if they're making that choice, it seems like once we get past 
the primary, Donald Trump is locked in as the candidate, they're no longer going to leave every word he says on the sidelines. Okay, all right. Unless... Do you you believe that? uh, They're dumb enough Mm -hmm. and out of touch enough to do that. (laughs) That's a a pre-qualifier for sure. But let me give you this. Comedian Bill Burr, Mm -hmm. okay? He came out, launched into a rant, and he said, you effing stupid liberals, (laughs) what are you doing? You're making Donald Trump a martyr... And he's going to come back and win again. And I think that's true. Remember, his his poll numbers went up when they started putting him, uh, you know, uh, up as a martyr and, and going after him. And the left just doesn't understand. You know, this is Chris Christie. He got booed. Do we happen to have that clip? Last thing he said was that uh, Donald Trump wasn't going to be. Yeah, he uh, wasn't going to be voting. Right. It was part of his his final statement there. And he was saying, you know, picture yourself going to the polls in November. One thing you won't be seeing is Donald Trump there because he won't be able to vote because he'll be a felon by then. And the the whole place booed. Yeah. And it's it's because here's what he's missing. If if Donald Trump were being tried fairly, he was charged fairly. Yeah. Then it would be a different story. But nobody, most people don't feel that this is anything but a political trial. And so they're, every time you go after him, you make him stronger. Because people are like, this isn't going to stand. This is the problem with this country. And I think we can all agree with certainty that that is the effect on Republican primary voters. Yes. Like the question is whether that is the effect on general election voters. And that's a much more complicated question right now, especially independents. Right now, this is a good example of this. Right now, Donald Trump's polls look pretty good in the general. You know, they they look as good or better than any of the other candidates. Right. Um, Even, you know, Nikki Haley's polls have also looked pretty strong. But there's even some polls where Trump's ahead of Haley running in a general election. The issue, of course, with this is we also are showing in these polls, you know, 10 and 12 percent for rfk jr and you're seeing you're seeing uh cornell west at two percent when we get further on in this process what happens you know one of the big if you look at the uh, latest polls on on joe biden he is down these are terrible polls for him and typically i think we would all look at that and celebrate right okay people are waking up right this is a good thing uh, Joe Biden's polls are down. He's a weaker candidate. Good, right? That's good. The problem with that is when you look deeper at those polls, one of the reasons you're seeing some of this erosion is because younger voters that are hardcore Democrats mm-hmm. are saying, I don't like the way Joe Biden is so pro-Israel. Now, number one, it's possible. That's just the reality. And they never want to vote. They just go somewhere else. It's possible. But when we get, after a couple billion dollars are spent, and we are now in October of 2024, do you think those younger voters whose complaint about Joe Biden is that he's too pro-Israel right now are going to come back home? They might just stay home. And that might be the best thing possible, honestly. Because right. they're, they're not going to go to Donald Trump. He's pro-Israel. I mean, clearly. Mm-hmm much more than joe biden so that weakness is we don't know how real it is we know that joe biden is a weak candidate but the reason why other candidates on the republican side are beating joe biden handily 
is largely because of this type of erosion. Erosion from Democrats, younger Democrats, that are not typical Republican voters. So if they come home like they usually do, I mean, we know what happens with these Republican or these third party candidates. Gary Johnson was showing up at 10 and 12 percent of the polls. People don't forget that. It didn't happen. It never holds. So if that does happen and people say, "Okay, forget that. I'm going back home. I'm going to Joe Biden. This election's too close. I don't want to throw away my vote. We know these arguments. If that happens, it's going to get much more difficult. I really believe the only way that happens is if the press brings uh, the the half the country back to this place that Donald Trump is Hitler. And I don't know if that works universally anymore. And and here's why. Joe Biden conned a lot of people. The the mm-hmm. Democrats conned a lot of people that he was going to bring back normalcy. Yeah. Well, we know this isn't normal. Okay, the country is hurting both Republicans and Democrats. The country is falling apart and everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have the well, I'm not going to be him. Right. But you're you. Right. That was his strength in 2012. His strength was to say, I'm not him. And look at me. I'm going to return you to the normal times. Right. I'm not going to be crazy. and, And it didn't happen. So there's a lot of people that will just stay home. Unfortunately, if Donald Trump is the nominee there might be a lot of republicans that would stay home as well although i just don't think that that is as true as everybody wants you to believe yeah i I don't think there's really a problem with with donald trump and republicans in fact well you have the lynn cheney's you know the liz Liz cheney's Cheney's. yeah but that's nobody right right i think that might actually hurt biden it could yeah it could uh, it really could. And, you know, some of these polls have show the RFK thing going both ways, but it seems Correct. to be hurting um, Joe Biden more. I think if you look at where this m- might go over a long period of time, you just have to factor it in. I think you got to price it in in your head. The media is not going to act like they are now during the general election. That might be fine. I mean, Donald Trump has survived that already. He already had a really negative media and won in 2016. Mm-hmm. He's already been able to do it. So maybe he'll be able to do it again. But you can't look at the current situation and think this is how it's going to go. I mean, it it may very well be also. He goes through these trials and people are so upset about it and think he's being targeted that they all side with him and he wins right. easily, right? Like right. I, that's a possibility right. too. But the, the media is going to do everything they can once he gets this nomination to take him out. And at some level, that's true with these other candidates as well. But with these other candidates, you have the possibility of 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 essentially what the Biden approach was. Right. Look, we you guys have just lived through four years of Joe Biden. I won't be him. Mm -hmm. It's going to be difficult for Donald Trump to make that same argument because he's got that same type of thing built into him. Everyone's made up their mind on both of these people. You know, Haley, DeSantis have a little bit of more of an opening there. It may come down to the vice president because I think Mm -hmm. everybody is like, man, if he wins, I don't want Kamala Harris to be the president. That would be a nightmare. Uh, And so it may come down to the vice president. If if you were doing a draft of who you thought Donald Trump would pick as his VP, who's your first pick? First pick... Again, not who you think it should be, uh, no, but I know. who he will pick. I know. Oh. This is a tough one. I know. Um, I go back and forth between between uh, Ramaswamy 
and um, Nikki. Nikki would be smart because she'll pacify the the old guard Mm -hmm. Republican Mm -hmm. uh, and she's a fighter, but he's not going to like that. Yeah, I don't I can't. I mean, he obviously put her in his administration. I right? know, so, but there's but been a they, deep falling out since then. Yeah. Ramaswamy is still fighting for Donald Trump. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's no yeah. There's no there's no uh, light between them at all really Mm-mm. at this point. Mm-mm. But uh, you know, and it's interesting because Haley strikes me as a Pence like pick. Right. Yes, it's a little yes. bit different, obviously, but like it's someone who is, I think, respectable, quote unquote, would please a lot of those voters who think, you know, Donald Trump is, is you know, his tweets are too bad and all that other stuff. And that's what he needed in 2016. Honestly. And could take the job. I don't know that he did. Does he need that in 2024, though? I think it's twenty could take the job. He needs someone who could take the job. Clearly, yeah. that's obviously the number one role. But. With Pence, he picked someone, number one, to please evangelicals mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. were very on the fence about Donald Trump early mm-hmm. on. Um, and, you know, you get a, a somewhat of that with, with Nikki Haley. I think you still get, but I don't think that's what he needs anymore. His, his strength of the evangelicals is through the roof. Um, you, but he does get that. You get a, a steady hand feel from Nikki Haley. Uh, mm-hmm. Ramaswamy, you you don't really get that. I like Vivek. No, yeah, but you get but a game changer. You get a game changer and you get a bulldog who will go on television 900 times a day and say and just argue with passion for every point that Donald Trump makes. And I think Donald Trump would like that. He likes those people. I agree, except Ramaswamy is a star to some degree. Now, that is faded. Mm -hmm. People don't like him as much, uh, which Donald Trump would like. He doesn't want somebody that will compete with him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think that's true. He wants you know somebody who's solid for certain reasons, whatever. But mm-hmm. you do you work for me, mm-hmm. and Ramaswamy I think could do that. And you're right, he is a bulldog. I would I would lean towards Ramaswamy as Donald Trump's pick. I have for a long time. I thought that Donald Trump was going to pick him, um, but I I think if Nikki Haley is a strong you know, number two in the primaries, mm-hmm. if she starts to, to to become just a juggernaut next to him, he'd probably be foolish not to take her. Mm. Uh, we should also point out that uh, precisely zero votes have been cast in the primary. So yeah, he has not won right. the primary. No, yet, I know. Uh, but it, it is. And it could all change. Yeah, you're looking but, ahead a little bit yeah. here. But I thought it was an interesting night last night. 888-727-BECK. We're looking for people that I want you just to judge it based on the last debate donald trump's not there so just out of those four did anything change your mind who won last night 888-727-BECK now tell me without using words that you live in pain in your life (laughs) something like that when you get up from a chair wincing face all of that stuff the way you look tired all the time because you're not getting a good night's sleep thanks to the pain. Do you want to do something about it? Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 
It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's 1995, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4, RELIEF. There's no better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. 1-800-4-RELIEF. relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Cassandra, did you have a favorite going in last night? I did. I really felt like Vivek, um, just on substance and content, he really, like the specifics that he offered, um, you know, I felt like people who watch this number four debate really know the issues because you either had to search out News Nation or The Blaze. Right. Um, and and he, he really, whether it's the... Uh, Reasons he could, you know, do executive orders or ESG, um, you know, even healthcare and climate change at the end. I mean, he didn't just give like the the political normal answers. He really gave, um, you know, substantive substantive answers, uh, easy to understand, um, just out of the box thinking. So. I thought he was a winner. I I thought he did well on exactly that. Let me give you an example. Uh, Here's uh, cut 19, please. Why he's the only one. Why am I the only one that can say this? How is it that you think a parent should be able to okay these surgeries, never mind the sterilization of a child? And aren't you way too out of step on this issue to be the Republican nominee? No, I'm not. Cut 19, please. Little issue with the uh, video here. Sorry, everybody's counting quickly. Mm -hmm. We're going to run out of time. Yes. Looks like uh, we're having some issue with the machine or whatever. Okay. Uh, But uh, can you describe the clip? Yeah, he said he he brought up all of the things that I think a lot of hardcore Republican voters are talking about. He's like, why am I the only one on stage saying oh. January 6th is an inside job? Why am I the only one? Why am I the only one talking about cryptocurrency? It it cannot uh, happen. Why? And he wasn't on that. Why am I the only one saying the things that I'm saying? And he he last night, again, like global warming, brought up a lot of stuff. The, the problem with it is he's lost his likability. He... He's he's not as funny as he thinks he is when he's in these debates. That's the problem. All right, your phone call coming up in just a second. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Let me tell you about um, American Financing. If you are struggling with your uh, mortgage, you're struggling with your uh, credit cards, you're struggling just to make ends meet, you've been turned down for a mortgage refinance because you don't have the perfect credit, you may have called the wrong lender because, believe it or not, it is possible to refinance your home with a score as low as 500. 
You just need to call American Financing, where the process starts with a free mortgage review and a salary-based mortgage consultant. Learn how much you can save by paying off the high-interest debt, even if you've been turned down before. There's no pressure, no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. It's just a simple conversation around ways for you to save money. We're talking about an average of $825 or more a month. That's what American Financing is saving people right now. Look, if if you're like at the end of your rope, you're like, I'm going to lose my house. Don't call them first. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn Plus. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Taking your phone calls all day today, 888-727-BECK. I want to hear from you. If you watched the debate last night, who who won? The press uh, can't decide. Uh, Last night, without giving you any names, there were three people on the stage that I would consider voting for president. Uh, it's going to be hard to figure out which one I wouldn't consser Megan Kelly? Um, no, no. Would, <laughs> I would, I'd consider, I'd consider her, her as president. Yeah. Um, so three of them on stage I'd consider. Last night, my, my order shuffled. Hmm. Uh, and you went I Bi- thought... Biden won. Marianne Williamson, too? But no, she wasn't on stage. They weren't on stage. No, you just, I, I know you're, they don't count. They're right. number one and two for you. But then, And the way on. I look at this is not who am I going to vote for, who is the one that needs to go up against Donald Trump, okay? Mm. So make the decision on these four last night that are left in the race, and then you have to go, okay, that person or Donald Trump. Right. So just based on the people on stage last night, uh, my order shuffled. My number one changed. Hmm. And you're not going to name who your number one is? Mm-mm. Oh, no. It right. might change again. Well, mm. first of all, we all know if Glenn names that person, that person will lose. Yes. Uh, so I, that we know. Very true. Uh, very yeah. true. It's a kiss of death. The kiss of it death. It was Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Pat joins us now. Pat, what did you think last night? I thought DeSantis won as he has every time. Every time. I, I think he's... He's a great combination of decently spoken, good policies, mm-hmm. good-looking candidate, has a solid story to tell about what he's done in Florida. I mean, he's good. I don't understand how people are like, I don't like when he smiles. And last night he didn't smile at all, and I don't like that. You're like, <laughs> what? What do you? Well, you what? can't win with some people. I know. You yeah. Know, there's just going to be people who stick to their Trump thing or their Nikki Haley thing or whatever. I, I, It's hard to come up with a case, for me at least, against Ron DeSantis. I think he should, he should be the one to take on Trump. Let them battle it out. Let's see. Those would be my two choices. Hmm. How Trump did and Nikki DeSantis. do? I dislike her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dislike her yeah. with all the intensity of a... Probably about a million white. So I thought sons. if you were a, a Nikki Haley uh, fan, I <laughs> thought the thing that there were a couple things that uh, I just didn't think she did well on. One, you don't take money from BlackRock. Right. I just don't care. That's like taking money from Hamas. I'm going to say no to that. 
I'm going to say no to that. You wouldn't take the Hamas box? I would not take the Hamas uh, box. Come on now. Uh, Pretty picky. Yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. You just don't take money from BlackRock, and mm-hmm. you also don't take it from the you know one of the largest donors to the Democratic Party. You just don't well, do she it. She can't control mm-hmm. taking it. To be fair, but that she one could goes say, to a super I pack. don't want those people. I that went to yeah. a super PAC. I have nothing to do with that super right. PAC. She did and not I announce would, it. I would urge them yeah. to turn it back. That'd be the way to do it. She instead mm-hmm. said, yeah, I like it. I'll take money from anybody. I won't. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's rough. And one of the th- reasons why is she doesn't have any money. That, that one of the, This is the issue with Nikki Haley is like she's come up in the polls, but she doesn't have a fully built out campaign. Hmm. Uh, Megan Kelly said yesterday on her show uh, that she just um, that uh, Nikki Haley just ran her first ad. Not like her first ad in Iowa or her first ad in South Carolina. Her, her first, first ad. ad. The first ad of the campaign. Wow. She just started running ads. Wow. Uh, that is, uh, you know, look, a, a campaign that's not fully built out. Now, she's had other things that she's done that have obviously worked. I mm-hmm. mean, like, there's, it's not to say that you can't win a campaign without running uh, ads like this. But I just, I find it you know she to understand her relation to the uh, to the other candidates when it comes to money is important she's desperate for it her campaign really right. needs cash and i'm not excusing this i, I think it's it's uh it, but it does explain it a little bit when did she and chris christie fall in love when did that happen did i, I, oh, miss I thought the, i thought this was bad when chris christie um defended her yeah so weird defend her she so should weird. have said excuse me chris stop mansplaining yeah i can I, take I care do. of myself yeah fight my own she battles should have said should that have. i thought it made yeah. her look weak yeah at that moment it seemed like that yeah. might have been a I, I don't know maybe i'm reading too much into it but it seemed almost like that was a pitch for christy hey I'll if be your you vice win, president. Nikki, uh, it could be a good <laughs> yeah. pick. What do you think about yeah, me? I'm pretty good at these yeah. debates. I think yeah. so too. You know, maybe I'm the uh, you know attorney general. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you got for me? I, mm-hmm. That definitely felt that way to me. Watching it, it was it was and a weird odd. and insincere. Because why? Well, you, you know, know, everyone loves to beat up on Vivek in these things because it, yeah. it, they see him as the wrestling heel, right? The, the one everyone can go up and be like, that's the bad guy. We can all go after him. Mm-hmm. Everyone has this. Look how well-spoken he is. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> right. He never says um or like. Why? Why? He's not even human, this man. He's a Manchurian candidate. Uh, but it does seem like that's that was part of it, too. Chris Christie has to be able to yell at someone. Uh, most of the audience likes DeSantis, you know, good chunk of the audience likes Haley and a good chunk of the audience likes Trump and he, Trump's not mm-hmm. there. He's got to yell at somebody. He wants to yell I at Trump. Was. So Man, he yells I wish at he was Vivek. there. No, I know. It, it, he I, needs I to be there. Think, I, I don't think so. Why? I really he don't should think be answering so. the same questions they are. He, he this is a do different it. time. He should do it when it's, the you know, between him and, and somebody else. and one other person, I not, would the, never strategically. I would never do that. Yeah, never do that. First of all, you know who Trump is. You know who he is. I I do, but I want to hear him answer certain questions. Yeah. Like, what you know, you you've criticized Ron DeSantis on his performance during the pandemic. What about yours? You didn't hire. Yeah, you didn't fire Anthony Fauci. I'd love to hear about that. Uh, I'd love to hear where he is on Ukraine and Russia, on Israel and Hamas. And I mean, there's I a we lot know where of he is, though. There's a lot of things that he doesn't yeah. really talk about or have to address. His abortion stance. His abortion uh, stance. Has come out. I mean, you know, Nikki Haley mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, the eight trillion dollars of debt. That's suboptimal. 
Uh, oh no, it is. I mean, those are those are things. It that is good word. No, there are look, I, look. Uh, I, there are downsides. But if if I'm Donald Trump, if you're Donald Trump, yeah, do you step on that stage? It's a little bit of Ted mm. Williams on the last day of the season. You know, hitting yeah, four hundred. It is like that. you know. It's like I get why they'd offer him. Hey, Correct. Ted, you could just not play today. You'll hit four hundred. It'll be amazing. But like I kind of like the, the idea that Ted Williams goes out and goes yes, what three for five on the last day and hits yeah. four oh two. I so want the person who's going to be like, yeah, he t- <laughs> okay. he played. Right. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the end of the Ted Williams yeah, story. Yeah. Welcome to the seventy year old story. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I did. You know. And I, so Ted's dead. He's gone. You could have him. broken that him. a little. <laughs> Sorry, a little Ted doesn't feel good. Okay. Oh, we lost him. Okay. It would be if I was. Donald Trump's campaign manager, I would be telling him every day, whatever you do, please don't say yes to one of these debates. I, I would, because yeah. I would think to myself, strategically, what is the yes. point? But, but as an beholden? American, as a conservative, as a voter yeah. who actually cares about this stuff, yep. I'd like to hear him Me not, too. you know, you've, you've asked him a lot of these questions, Glenn, in interviews, right? I have. He, he has answered a lot of these questions, but it's a different thing to be pressed by other candidates that are going against you. And I think it would be you interesting. You just know how it's going to end. But good. Shut up, fathead. I mean, it's just going <laughs> to let him come out. You're and do not going to get that answer. You'll get that answer in a one on one. I mean, you know, we have had interviews with him. When I have 15 minutes with him, it's impossible. No, because yeah, he answers two questions. And right. It's over. If I go right. out and it's 90 minutes, I get an answer. He'll give me those answers. And Look, I, I agree. And I, I, I don't I understand. I totally get it. Like his, the purpose of this primary for Donald Trump is to win the primary. Correct. Yeah. You know, and so I get it. I understand why you would do And he's probably it. already done that. It certainly it, uh, looks like he already won the primary. Uh, remember Howard Dean. <laughs> Howard Dean. I mean, we went through this last night. Yeah! Howard Dean had a huge lead. Yeah. Um, late in the campaign, Mike Huckabee was at something like 10%. Rick Santorum was at like 5% at this point. Mm. Ted Cruz was only in the low double digits at this point. Yeah, I think he had 14% at yeah. this point. So, I mean, it's certainly possible it's not i mean you know the amount of people who actually vote in the caucus is a different process the amount of people who actually vote in iowa and the split is about 20 the last poll that came out was something like 22 points trump's lead mm. so that's not insurmountable in over six DeSantis weeks the problem is, haley? Who's uh, number it was two desantis and i think it was 25 or 26 over haley okay so here here's the thing i just i the difference between um Dean and all the others, and even Ted Cruz, is those numbers were, yeah, they're totally different. Those numbers were up and down. Donald Trump's numbers. It's been very solid for months. Solid. Look, it's it's it's. I only bring that up because to point out it can happen. It's not the same situation. You know, Rick Santorum uh, was not running against a a guy who was president for four years, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's a totally different situation. But again, you know. Donald Trump didn't win Iowa in 2016. No. You know, I mean, it, it might not be his strongest state. And, you know, but he won. He didn't he win in New Hampshire and he won in South Carolina? He did. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I've never right. seen somebody win those three states. Oh, it look. Or two of the three and not become no. the, there's the two, president there's only two contests that actually matter going in number one is iowa if desantis can win iowa he can maybe turn that into a, a run and try to you know, do well in these other states and stay in the race it, and then if he loses i think i think if desantis loses iowa it's over for desantis i think he has to win iowa uh, in my view i mean maybe 
If he was super close in second place, that would be okay. But I think he has to beat Trump in Iowa. And then you go to New Hampshire, and that's where Haley gets to make her stand. Because if Haley can win New Hampshire, the next state's South Carolina, which does mean, you know, it gives her a little bit of life there. There's yep. an argument to, to You've make. You've got to win one of the first two. Yeah, you really, I think, and if, but if Trump wins Iowa, Trump wins New Hampshire, with it's the over. exception of like they decide him to throw him in a gulag or something, which is obviously something we need to consider at this point in this country. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's pretty much over. But again, no votes have been cast, and we have to keep coming back to that. It, it's it's important. Pat, we were just talking about throwing him in a gulag. I think that works to his advantage. Oh yeah, for the, the gulag in, candidate in the yeah. in the general election, you think in him, the in primary a it works to his in the primary advantage. it works. The primary but definitely not works the to the general. Advantage. But I mean, I'm not know. sure, especially if they try to keep him off ballots, which, you know, Colorado lost that battle, apparently, yep. and, and hopefully every state would. But we'll yeah. see. I mean, if you keep know. him off the ballot, I'm just I mean, I just it's very it's possible. so crazy that they keep calling him the authoritarian. I know when they're doing all they're trying to keep him off the ballot. Oh, but they, they love, demo- it's because they love democracy so much. Glenn. Oh, I know. Right. I know. They just love democracy so much. They <laughs> want know. no other candidates on the ballot. It's just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. All right, Pat. Thank you so thank much. You. All right. Latest poll, by the way, I just mentioned 45 for Trump, 22 DeSantis, 19 Haley. So a 23 mm-hmm. point lead. But that is, I mean, you know, the- give me New Hampshire and uh, South Carolina. We'll do that when we come back. Sure. Thanks, Pat. Um, My pillow likes to solve problems. They made everybody sleep a million times better, and they're you know when they're bored, they try they try to fix something else too. For instance, when you go to the store to buy towels, they're never as absorbent as you thought they were going to be once you get them home. Fortunately, My Pillow is announcing two brand new lines of My Towels for you to try. They're made with amazing ring spun cotton, which makes them incredibly absorbent and soft. And now you can get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as twenty nine ninety eight with my promo code Beck. You can also get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's a 50% savings. Now through December 12th, which is next week, you can spend uh, or you can uh, get free shipping. No minimum spend is required. And you find this offer right at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towel six-piece towel set. Uh, 50% in savings. You got to use the promo code back. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Glenn Beck. Most people have no idea that there's an invisible gap in their home's protection. They just don't. Eh, look, it's not something you would normally pay attention to. People have owned homes for a really long time and they don't think about their home's homes title other than when they're buying the home or selling the home. And that's one of the big problems. Actually, some of the people who are the uh, most vulnerable to home title fraud are the people who maybe bought their house 30, 40 years ago, right? They paid off the mortgage completely. They don't even think about this stuff anymore. It's my house. I have the title. Well, problem is those people are really vulnerable because they have a lot of equity, and the target for these home title fraudsters is to go in, get a house, sign it over in their name, do some cyber theft. They get the title in their house and then they can borrow against that equity. And if you've paid off your mortgage, if you've done everything right, you've you know played by the rules, you're actually the one they target the most. It's, it's really upside down. It shouldn't be this way, but it's one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And the reason is the payoff 
is massive. Uh, it's only uh, possible for cyber criminals to accomplish this because most people don't spend a lot, a lot of time thinking about that title. So go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, if you go there, uh, you can use the promo code BECK. You will get uh, a complete scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock for title protection for free. It's HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is BECK. Protect your equity, protect your financial future with HomeTitleLock, HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, let's take uh, let's take Thomas in New Jersey. Hello, Thomas. Hello, Thomas. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm Thomas. Hi, Tom. and I'm in New Jersey. Right. And uh, something's wrong with our phone system. Okay. I just want to tell you what he's saying is <laughs> I think Ron DeSantis stood his ground. All right, Thomas Standin. Thank you very much. Can we go to Carol uh, in Michigan? Hello, Carol. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. What did you think last night? I think Ron DeSantis won. Now, was this something that you um, were solid on going in or not? Um, I liked him. I liked everything that he has said up to this point and to this point. Yeah. He clarified everything where you could actually understand what he did and what he will do because he's done it already. He mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. shy from from saying that he's going to do it. Yeah, I thought he put in a very strong performance uh, last night. Uh, thank you so much, Carol. John, Ohio. Who Hi, did, Glenn. Hi. Who did you like going in or were you sold on anyone going in? And then it, did anything change last night? I went in as a Ron DeSantis supporter, and I came away even more of a Ron DeSantis supporter because when he was on stage, you can tell that he has a vision, and he keeps demonstrating that not only does he talk the talk, but he walks the walk. And I'll say that as far as Ron DeSantis, what he demonstrated last night is that he's a man of merit. And I know that resonates with you, Glenn, because you've always talked about George Washington and the the merit of courage. And you've written books about him. And he is the only candidate on stage, off stage in this entire race who you can say he's a man of merit. He's when you see him talk on stage and what he's doing and why he's doing it. It's never about himself. It's never about his retribution, his vendetta, trying to make a star out of himself. He has a clear vision, a clear mission and purpose for the American people and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights which is what everything, I guess, conservative media or conservatives have purportedly have always wanted the last several years or decades or such. Mm-hmm. And we have him on stage and he won hands down. No question. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, John. I tell you, I, I think last night we had some of the best candidates the Republicans have had you know, maybe in my lifetime, I mean, since Reagan, hmm. but think back to the Bob Dole years and the, you know, and the and the George Bush years. I mean, you have strong candidates who are are willing to take a stand. It's hard for me to agree with that after Doug Burgum dropped out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Well, we lost him and we lost him too early, but the Glenn Beck program.